Hi, welcome to another episode. This is such a, guys, I'm having so much fun interviewing these beautiful women who have done so much work recently on rewiring their money mindset. And I'm just loving hearing their transformations. Like I said, the last time I ran money mindset, it was not a live round. Um, and so this time around, I like, it's so enjoyable for me to get to witness people's transformations live and to hear how it's going and to read all of the aha moments inside of the Facebook group. Uh, but because we didn't do it live last round, it was just a little bit different. I'm having such a fun time hearing about all of these amazing shifts that have happened. And so this was such a fun episode and so, um, relatable is the word I would use. Like I was speaking to Georgia. Georgia is a business owner. She owns the Grove Day Spa. She is a beautician and she has amazing, amazing services. And talking to her, I just could see myself in her, like an older version of myself who in her words, thought that money was gross. Talking about money was really, uh, really yucky, really not nice. It was like a bit taboo. And, you know, to be on this podcast, talking about money and talking about, you know, her, how she's shifted things and how that's shown up in her business and how she's been able to create more clients and be okay with, you know, talking about it is just so huge. So I'm so excited to introduce to you, Georgia, who is a student of money mindset and just talks about the shifts that she felt, how she was able to share those with her partner, how she's been able to see changes in her business and starting to think about the way she just thinks in general. Like I've said before, the money mindset course is, yes, it's about money, but it's so much more than money. It's about our mind. It's about our beliefs. It's about what we believe is possible for us. It's about our shadows and what we're afraid of talking about. And I'm here to bring light to those shadows and those things that we're a little bit disgusted to talk about. I don't like having taboos. I think taboos create shame. And where there is shame, we're going to unconsciously reject things. And money is one of those. And so I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. I'd love to hear your takeaways. Guys, I am going to be opening the doors to a live round of Money Mindset very, very soon. I cannot fucking wait. Like I said, live rounds are so much fun. Those of you who have already got Money Mindset, join me live. I can't wait to see your faces. I love the energy inside the live calls. It's just so juicy, especially when we're talking about things like this. And it's so important that we have like-minded people around us who normalize these things, who normalize talking around, talking about money and, you know, all of that beautiful stuff that happens inside a container with like-minded women. So I'd love to see you inside. We are opening very, very, very soon. Make sure you are on the wait list because if you are on the wait list, you'll be the first to know and to get those 48 hours where you get $222 off. So without me banging on anymore, here is Georgia. All right, guys, welcome back to the Miss Mindset podcast. I'm pumped. I'm really pumped about this because as I was just saying off air, the last time I ran Money Mindset, it was not a live round. So I haven't yet had the opportunity to speak to a lot of the students and hear firsthand what some of the results were, what happened, what were your transformations, what were the takeaways, all of that. And you know, I did go into the, uh, this is Georgia, by the way, people, and Georgia is one of my A-plus students uh, because I went into the progress, like the student progress on the back end to look at like who's gone through and done all of the work. And it was, it was like, you were like, bang, right up there with like the people who do all the work. So thank you for coming on to talk about it. And thanks for being like an A-plus student. (laughs) Thank you. No, it was good. Yeah. And 
So, all right, let's go backwards to when you started. So you joined Money Mindset. It would have been June or July. It was somewhere around that time. Yeah. It was, I think it was July. And what drew you to, like, because it's such a, like a lot of people don't realize that mindset and money are kind of related. So yeah. what drew you to it? Like, where were you at? Why did you decide you needed to work on your money mindset? Um, so I had started my business about a year ago. So I have a home salon and it was just, I don't know. I, I think I definitely felt that there was more there and I just mm. wasn't able to push myself to kind of go and get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was actually the first day that I had heard your podcast <sighs> Um, I was at the gym and I found it and I was listening to a few and you spoke about the money mindset and I was a bit nervous because I'd never spent like, you know, that much money on myself and I was like, no, I'm just going to do it, put all my details in quickly, do it before I change my mind (laughs) and I'm just so glad that I did because, yeah, it's definitely like you said, I don't think I realised that the mindset part of it was blocking me so much mm. like these changes mm, that's so interesting and so common so common that like I always say this like the things that we're not taught to talk about openly usually it's like oh don't talk about sex money or politics because it's like impolite or it's like not ladylike whatever else it is there's no there's no open conversation about those things and so so many of us especially like you own a salon by the way guys I'm going to tag I'm going to tag your stuff in the show notes because you your brows are like fucking so good I can't wait to go and get my brows done you actually live quite close to me which is so good um but like because of that, so many of us, and when we have a business, if we have ick or weirdness or blocks around money, of course, that's going to make it hard to grow a business and to feel abundant. So what what did that, how did that manifest in your life and your business? If you felt like you had a few blocks, how did it show up as a business owner? Um, I think I did feel very sort of grossed out by money or wanting money and asking for money and obviously running a business you have to (laughs) I felt very like I was just taking people's money and that's what people thought that I was doing and so I never wanted to offer other services or products or anything like that because I just thought people are going to think that I'm just so pushy and I'm just wanting to take their money sort of thing And yeah, once I started doing it, I just, it really made me realize that people, you know, want to come in and want to do these things and want all of these services and it's doing them a favor, Mm. not just me wanting all this money. So yeah, I think it really just made me realize that it's not so gross and icky and don't talk about it and ignore it sort of thing. Yeah. It's opened up a lot more. Mm, That is so common. I actually feel like I I resonate with that so much and it's so crazy to me to be doing a podcast all about money because money was my biggest trigger too. I was like that exact word that you just used, like, oh, gross, like gross. I remember my first coach was like, so how much money would you like your business to make? And I was like, oh, that is so rude. Like that is so rude. I was so triggered by money because I thought it was so gross and so like 
it was not a nice thing to talk about. And really what it does is it expands us. It makes us, it makes us more of who we are. It makes us more giving, more loving, more free, like all of these beautiful things. And so it's really cool that you've been able to see that like when people walk out of your salon, they probably feel bloody amazing. They feel so good. And and they don't get that experience if you cock block yourself from helping people. So I love it. I love it. And something that you said to me, when we were talking before before we hit record was that this was when you started working through the modules you actually started to share that with your partner so how's that been like because I imagine I do have a lot of clients who are like oh I'd love to get my husband or my partner on board but he just thinks it's a bit woo like money and mindset well how do they link so what's been the sort of journey there um so when I first started doing the money mindset I did not tell him because <laughs> thought that exact thing and I was like oh he's just gonna think that I'm just so silly for spending this money and then I think once I really like believed in it all and really took it on board and it all made so much sense to me I sort of was able to share it in a way that was not so like pushy and Mm. do this and look at this and it was just I guess opening his mind up to these other options and other things and pushing him, making him realise how excited he gets about these passions that he has and making him realise like, oh, actually I can do it. Like, mm. yeah. Wow. So he became, so then did you ever have a conversation together or even maybe on, on your own where, you know, if you're somebody who feels a bit gross around money and feels a bit icky, like who am I to charge for this? I feel like I'm horrible for taking people's money like inside money mindset, we kind of look at where did where did those stories come from? Where have we picked these up? Like how have we become the result of our programming and our conditioning? Were you able to kind of connect the dots like you and your partner or even individually? Like where did all of your money stories kind of come from? I think, yeah, for me personally, growing up, we were very, I guess, careful of where you spend your money mm. and what you need and what is a luxury and obviously because my services are a luxury Mm. I think that's what got in the way of me being like oh I don't want to take people's money for this because it's not something they need but obviously like growing up and realizing and I spend money on these things and I'm happy to do it and it makes me happy of course it makes other people happy to get these things done like Mm. and yeah I guess it probably was that thing of people don't need this so I shouldn't be charging for it I shouldn't be taking people's money when they need money for their things but obviously Mm. there is so much money out there and you have money to spend on yourself and you know people wouldn't do it if they couldn't Mm. I think yeah like that sort of really made me realize that it's okay (laughs) to do it yeah. Oh man, that's so that's such a true like, you know, wants and needs and then who am I to take money for people's wants? That's so interesting. I'm so glad you got to break that. So, did you have any other sort of money beliefs that came up for you or any sort of shifts or something that you learned that helped you to sort of create that internal shift where I mean, the fact that you were saying money is gross and now you're on the podcast talking about money, like something's obviously shifted. So, what shifted or was there anything else that you observed that changed as you went through the course? Um, I think for me, I sort of realised once I looked at like 
setting goals and things like that, I kind of realized that I didn't actually even know why I wanted money. Mm. I just felt like I need money. You always need money. Like, Mm. and again, it's probably that same thing of growing up and being really careful of your money. I didn't even have these goals of I want money so I can do this. I want money so I can, you know, change these things. It was just, oh, I'm supposed to have money. Like I need to have Mm. really careful. I need to make as much money as I can. And then sort of setting goals made me realize it's not actually how I thought. And there's other things that I want than just money. And I have like time freedom and I can spend my time doing things. I don't always have to be so set on, I need to get all of the money, like (laughs) other things out there that are important. And it's helped me, I think, to really like set some boundaries for my business and be grateful for the other things that I get from this, like having time to go and do things and see my friends and all of this. And I don't feel so focused on just, I need to make money and I guess burning myself out by trying so hard to get all of the clients and all of the sales and Mm. realizing like what I actually want. Mm. So powerful because it's never about the money, right? Like we say we want money, but always if we don't want money, we want what money gives us or brings for us. And so I love the moment inside of money mindset when people start to go, because, you know, there's a lot of that wanting money makes you a bad person. Wanting money makes you materialistic. Wanting money makes you greedy, all of these things. And then like you just said, actually, I'd like to have enough money so that I can have more time, freedom, and I can spend time with my friends. I'd like more money so that I have the spaciousness to be a good partner. I'd like more money so that I can send my kids to a great school. I'd like more money so that I can buy my brother a car or whatever it is. We start to see that like money is a tool that often allows us to give or to be creative or to be present or to be like whatever else it is. So how did that, how has this all like you've been able to say, oh, it's not necessarily the money and money's not gross. Money allows these other things in my life. How has that made a difference? Like if we look to you started, money was gross and you you were scared of it and you had to be careful with it and you didn't want to ask for money from your clients. Where are you sort of at now with it now that you know that money is just a tool and there's nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed about? Like what shifts have you noticed in your life and in your business? I think that I have just, I really don't, stress myself out about it so much now and I'm able to spend money on other things and you know investing in myself and doing courses and this and that and things that before I was very scared to do because once I spend that money it's gone but now I know you know obviously that's not the case and it has shown like in my business and getting more clients and more sales and everything being a bit more steady in my business and I just feel yeah a lot more secure I don't feel so scared about spending and I can go and do these things for myself and invest in myself and yeah like do more courses and things to improve my work to get better results at work like just sort of realizing just the whole cycle of it, I guess. And it has helped. It has brought in new clients. It's made me feel a lot more confident in what I'm doing and not feeling like I'm taking people's money anymore. That, you know, 
if I'm willing to spend this money, like obviously so are other people, like that's what it's there for sort of thing. Ah, that makes me so happy. I love hearing that. And I love hearing when you say like, it's okay to invest in yourself because it always comes back tenfold. And when you spend money, it's in circulation now. Like I even say sort of in the course, like the language shifts of like, instead of spending, it's like you're circulating, it's coming back to you. And you choosing to invest in yourself means it multiplies because now it's with you and it can't be taken away and it's knowledge and it's all of that. So where are you looking to invest in yourself now? Like where, cause it's a, I know it's an addictive place to start looking at personal development and all of that. What is the goals for you now? And, and where do you see yourself moving with like this new belief that you can invest and multiply? Um, I think I just want to, I just want to keep learning and mm. learning about myself and with the money mindset, like, how much I just realized about myself and what I actually want and what I don't want and things that I never even thought of. Like, it's just so nice to Mm. understand yourself a bit more. Um, So definitely like just more of that, just more of finding out what I like, what I want from life and not focusing on what I think I'm supposed to be doing or I'm supposed to need or supposed to want and just actually finding out for myself about me, not what everyone else wants sort of thing. Mm. Oh, that is so amen to that. Amen. And money is the tool that allows that. So when did like, to me, it's just crazy that we've made it this naughty, bad word, this like taboo thing. And it's like, if we all had an abundance of money, we'd probably all be able to explore ourselves and what makes us happy a whole lot more. So I'm so glad that you've had that like that shift and you've been able to see like what matters to you and what doesn't and, and align your life and your spending, align your spending with what you want rather than what you think you should do. So, oh man, I hope I see your face on the live round. Every like Everyone who has already done Money Mindset is very welcome to join on the live round. So I hope I get to see you on the live calls. Thank you so much. And for anybody who's kind of thinking like, oh, should I do Money Mindset? Like, is this something I need? Like, what would be your advice to people that have never done any work on, on their mindset when it comes to money? I just think it's it makes the biggest change. And I was doing a lot of work and what I thought was the right thing to do to change my mindset and just having it all here in one place and it just really opens your eyes up to like for me things that I never even considered or thought of or thought were realistic and things like that and it's just made such a difference in my business but also how I feel about my business and how I feel about spending money and all of this. I just, I am so glad that I did it because it's made the biggest change and I'm just, yeah, so grateful. Oh, that's so, I'm like smiling. You guys can't see, but I'm like smiling like my face is going to crack, Georgia. And guys, I'm going to put your, I'm going to put your business, your salon, uh, do we call it a salon boutique? We'll call it a studio. I don't know. All of those words sound pretty expensive to me. We'll put the link in the show notes because I'm looking at your eyebrows under your glasses and I'm like, man, I need to go get mine done. I know you probably can't see, but I'm going to, for anyone that lives in Perth, south of the river, Go follow Georgia. Go have a look. Browser on fleek. (laughs) I'll put everything in the show notes. And Georgia, just thank you so much for being here. Thank you.